Hey, grown-ups! Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. We're a vegetarian household over here, and there were tons of delicious options over at Factor. I highly recommend. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50, T-A-L-E-S 50, and use code tales50 to get 50% off. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com slash tales50 to get 50% off. Hey, grown-ups! if you could imagine the perfect education for your tailblazer, what would it look like? You might say hands-on learning, small class sizes, deep reading, open discussion. And for many of us, that list includes a personal one-on-one tutor. That kind of personal attention can accelerate their grasp of difficult concepts. The problem is, tutors can be astronomically expensive, and tutor quality can vary widely. That's where Synthesis Tutor comes in. It's an educational AI that can bring your student from an average to exceptional grasp of mathematics. The tutor works like a human tutor would, slowing down in areas where they're struggling and speeding up when they're gaining momentum. Except, unlike a traditional tutor, Synthesis Tutor is always available and is just $29 a month. Visit synthesis.com slash girltales to get 10% off and begin learning with Synthesis Tutor today. Hey grown-ups, Women's History Month is sneaking up on us and we want you and your tailblazers to join in the celebration of the amazing women who have broken barriers, shattered glass ceilings, and made history. But hey, we're not just looking back, we're also cheering on the future history makers, our very own tailblazers. Here's how you can join in on the celebrating. Grab your phone or tablet and record a quick 10 seconds or less of an audio message. Your tailblazer can tell us about a woman that they admire who changed history. Or you, the grown-up, can give the tailblazer an empowering message about how they will change history. We'll feature these recordings on our Girl Tales episodes all through March. This opportunity is available to our awesome Patreon members on Team Alba or higher. You'll find the instructions on how to send us your recording on our Patreon page. Happy Almost Women's History Month. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Sue in Chiang Mai, Thailand, Brooklyn in Oakland, California, and Saskia. I'd also like to send some very special shout-outs to Harper and Max of Raleigh, North Carolina, Emma Ruth and Sarah Pauline from Lake Zurich, Illinois, Edith and... Hazel. Thank you all so much for listening to Girl Tales. 
Grownups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Today we have an awesome and different kind of episode for you. We created this episode with Vanessa Zoltan. Vanessa is the host of a podcast called Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, where she and her co-host read through the Harry Potter series chapter by chapter. She also hosts a podcast about romance novels that has just started a new season all about pride and prejudice. Grownups, you can find it by searching for Live from Pemberley wherever you find your podcasts. Now, on to our episode. This is Lizzie's Pride and Prejudice. Enjoy! Hello there. I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I have lived in freshwater for nearly 40 years. In my time, I have met a lot of people who live in freshwater. I could tell you all of their secrets, but I wouldn't do that, even though I know them. And some of them are really, really good secrets. But I am a great believer in keeping other people's secrets, if those secrets are trusted to you. Today, I'd like to tell you about a lovely, funny, smart friend of mine who lives here in Freshwater, right near where I do. Her name is Elizabeth Bennett, but she likes it when people call her Lizzie. Lizzie is the second of five sisters. Her sisters are one, Jane, the eldest, who is known to be very pretty and very kind and very patient. Mary is the middle child, who's considered boring by many, but who I have always noticed loves to study and practice piano, which are amazing traits. Third is Kitty, who's fun and loves to laugh. (laughs) And fourth, there's Lydia, who's the youngest and can sometimes make bad decisions. Lizzie loves her family very much, even though they can sometimes be embarrassing. Her mother gossips too much and too loudly. Unlike me, Lizzie's mother cannot keep a secret. Do not trust her with one of yours. Lydia acts inappropriately at parties sometimes and spends too much money, even sometimes money she doesn't have. Her father is very sarcastic, and can forget to be respectful. I, of course, like the Bennets very much. They're good neighbors, but I also understand why Lizzie sometimes finds some of her family difficult. Lizzie's favorite person in the world is her older sister, Jane. Jane and Lizzie are opposites in a lot of ways, but the most important way that they are different is that Jane likes to see the best in everyone even when people aren't the best. Jane will go out of her way to justify someone behaving badly in order to keep her good opinion of them. Lizzie, on the other hand, always liked to believe that she can see the world exactly as it is. 
she had no commitment to assume good intentions because she didn't think she was assuming anything. Lizzie always used to think that she could see the actual truth in people. Bad people are bad and should be treated as such. Good people are good and should be adored and trusted. Often, Lizzie was and is correct about people. She, for example, came to an early opinion that our newer neighbor, Mr. Bingley, was very kind and was in love with her sister, Jane. And it turned out that she was right. I also love Mr. Bingley, and he has proven himself to be a great addition to Freshwater. Lizzie was also right when she took an immediate dislike to Mr. Bingley's sister, Caroline, who many of us, including me, liked at first. But it turns out that Caroline is very judgmental and snobby. Because Lizzie is so often right about people based on her first impression of them, she used to not tend to question those first impressions. And sometimes that led to bad judgments on Lizzie's part. For example, she really messed up with Mr. Darcy. When Mr. Darcy was new in town, Lizzie immediately took a dislike to him. He came to a party and didn't talk to anyone. He was very rich, and Lizzie thought that he looked down his nose at everyone else in town. She also heard an awful rumor about Mr. Darcy. Lizzie learned of the rumor from Mr. Wickham. Mr. Wickham came through Freshwater for work, and he and Lizzie met while shopping downtown. Lizzie immediately believed the story Mr. Wickham told her about Mr. Darcy because it confirmed her negative opinion of Mr. Darcy. Lizzie also believed this story because she liked Wickham immediately. We all noticed that Wickham was funny and charming and humble. It wasn't just Lizzie. The story he told Lizzie was that Mr. Darcy's father promised that Wickham would get a job and money when Mr. Darcy's father died. But when Mr. Darcy's father did die, Mr. Darcy the Jr. didn't give money or the job and sent Wickham away to be poor and unemployed. Lizzie believed Wickham's story entirely. He was so trustworthy-seeming and so charming He was also, I don't mind saying, very handsome. This gave Lizzie all the more reason to dislike Mr. Darcy. She didn't like him to begin with, and now she had proof that he was a bad man who leaves other men to be poor and unemployed. However, Mr. Darcy and Lizzie kept finding themselves in situations in which they were forced to be together. She was visiting a friend at the same time Mr. Darcy was visiting his snobby, obnoxious aunt, Aunt Catherine. Lizzie and Mr. Darcy saw each other regularly on that visit. And Lizzie thought, oh, that's why he is the way he is. He was raised to think highly of himself by people like Aunt Catherine. Even though she learned more and more about Mr. Darcy as she got to know him, she held on to her original opinion of him. He is too proud and is a snob 
who robs people of the things that they were promised, she thought. Then, out of nowhere, one day, Mr. Darcy asked Lizzie to marry him. He said that he had tried not to love her because she is poor and he was rich and her family is loud and rude and his family behaves well. And so it isn't appropriate that he loves her, but he said he cannot help but love her. So won't she marry him? Lizzie said that she was sorry that she had caused him pain, but no, she can't marry him. She told him all of her feelings. She said that from the second she met him, she didn't like him. Also, she said that that was such a rude way of proposing. She knows her family can sometimes be embarrassing, but she loves them. And also, she said, she knew that he stole that money and job from Mr. Wickham. She had heard the story herself, so she could never marry a man who she didn't like from first sight who was so rude to her even while proposing, who insulted her family, and who stole. Mr. Darcy said that he was sorry that he took up so much of her time and left her alone with her surprise. He then wrote Lizzie a letter. In his letter, he said that the story about him stealing from Wickham wasn't true and that he had evidence to prove it. Actually, he said, he gave Wickham the money and the job, as was promised. But Wickham didn't want the job, and so Darcy gave him a little extra money. But Wickham gambled away all the money. Then Wickham came back and asked for more money, and Mr. Darcy said no. Wickham then tried to convince Mr. Darcy's younger sister to run away. If Lizzie would like to double-check... Mr. Darcy gave her the names of people she could ask to verify Mr. Darcy's version of the story. Lizzie was mortified. She was embarrassed that she had believed a rumor without checking it, and then had acted as if it was true. She couldn't believe how wrong she was about two people, Mr. Darcy and Mr. Wickham. Suddenly, in thinking back on all of her interactions with Mr. Darcy, she saw everything in a different light. Maybe he wasn't as bad as she thought he was. Then one day, she was touring the neighborhood where Mr. Darcy was from. Now, in that neighborhood of Freshwater, where Mr. Darcy is from, it's considered normal to go on a tour of a fancy house, like you would in a museum. Just like in a museum, there were open hours and closed ones, but Lizzie was near Mr. Darcy's house on a day that it was open for visitors because Mr. Darcy was out of town. So Lizzie visited the house. She noticed how big and beautiful it was and couldn't believe that if she had married Mr. Darcy, she would have lived in this almost palace. Lizzie then met Mr. Darcy's housekeeper, who told Lizzie how generous and kind Mr. Darcy is. And then, to the great embarrassment of Lizzie, she ran into Mr. Darcy. He wasn't supposed to be there. She told him how sorry she was to intrude, 
She said that she was told that he wasn't at home. He said not to worry. It's absolutely fine. In fact, he said, he wanted to introduce her to his sister and take Lizzie on a tour of his beautiful garden. Lizzie could not believe this kindness. She had rejected Mr. Darcy and accused him of things that he hadn't done. Why was he suddenly being so nice to her? She decided to spend a few more days in Mr. Darcy's part of Freshwater so she could meet his sister and go on walks in the gardens with him. During those visits, Mr. Darcy was kind and talkative. He asked about her family and was thoughtful. Lizzie began to fall in love with Mr. Darcy and realized that he was a good person and that she had messed up by judging him too quickly. Then, Lizzie got a message from her sister Jane that their sister, Lydia, had run away. And not just run away, but she had run away with Mr. Wickham, who Lizzie knew was a bad man. Lydia, in running away, could have gotten into a lot of trouble and could ruin her life. Lizzie told Mr. Darcy what happened and that she was very sorry, but she had to leave town to go home to her part of Freshwater to help look for Lydia. It was a very difficult few days trying to find Lydia. Lizzie and her family were very worried, and it was all they could think about, and it was all anybody in Freshwater wanted to talk about. Although, of course, again, I didn't share any of the secrets that I knew. The Bennets thought about all of the different kinds of trouble Lydia could be in, and they didn't even know how to start looking for her. Then, a few days later, they got a letter that Lydia had been found and was okay, and it turned out that Mr. Darcy was the one who found Lydia without telling Lizzie anything about it. Mr. Darcy went and had to see Mr. Wickham the man who Darcy dislikes most in the world. And Mr. Darcy didn't even want any of the credit. He just wanted Lydia to be safe because he knew that it would make Lizzie happy. Mr. Darcy's snobby Aunt Catherine then came to visit Lizzie in our part of Freshwater. Apparently, Aunt Catherine said to Lizzie, I heard that my nephew, Mr. Darcy, found your sister for you. He would only do that if he was in love with you, but I forbid you from marrying him. Promise me you won't marry him. Lizzie said that she would not promise to not marry Mr. Darcy, which made Aunt Catherine furious. Aunt Catherine was very rich and was used to always getting her way. She went home and told Darcy how annoying Lizzie was. Lizzie wouldn't promise not to marry him. Mr. Darcy took this as great news. If Lizzie won't promise not to marry him, he thought, then maybe she had reconsidered marrying him. So he went to her again and said, My feelings have not changed. I would still like to marry you. But if you don't want to... I will never bring it up again. Lizzie told him that she believed him now and was very sorry for her bad first impression. She will marry him. But more importantly, Lizzie said, 
I want to make sure to never judge people wrongly again. And so Lizzie went to law school and became a judge. And she is now the town magistrate here in Freshwater. And she looks at evidence from all sides very carefully and rules over Freshwater kindly. That was Lizzie's Pride and Prejudice by Vanessa Zoltan. Produced by Megan Bagala. Performed by Vanessa Zoltan and executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And grownups, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and remember, I believe in you.